Welcome to the Smart Money Mama Show, where moms get real about money to help you find your financial confidence and live your best life. Now let's talk money, mamas. Hey there, mamas. I'm your host, Chelsea Brennan, and today we're talking about financial steps to take as we enter the back-to-school season of 2020. This has been an absolutely crazy year. So let me start by saying, no matter what you're choosing to do with your kids this fall, in-person school, virtual learning, hybrids, homeschooling, whatever, you're amazing, and I'm sending you all of the love and support. None of this has been easy, and you're doing the best thing that you can for your family, and that's incredible. But back-to-school time is one of my favorite times of the year to really reset. Our schedules and our budgets are changing, and it's a good time to check in and make sure that we're still on track. So let's go over some core steps we can take this month to make the best of the rest of this year. Ooh, before we get started, quick reminder that you can view the full show notes of this episode and download your free Meaningful Money Goal Kickstart Guide at smartmoneymamas.com forward slash 65. All right, are you ready? Let's dive in. The first step you want to take for back to school season is to do a complete budget refresh. Back to school time, even when my kids weren't old enough to really go to school, my four-year-old is really just getting to that point, was one of my best reminders to do a budget refresh. I don't know about you, but in our house, summer is when our budget gets a little bit loosey-goosey. We take more time off. We travel a little bit more, obviously not in 2020, besides to my in-laws. Our expenses tend to creep up or they just change, right? We buy more activities for the kids. We might spend a little bit more money on food, doing barbecues and cookouts. Our life changes slightly. And as we go back into the fall, we really start to build those routines as a family again. And this is a good time to go through each line item of our budget, see where maybe things slipped a bit in the last few months, especially, especially in 2020, where this has just been a weird year. And maybe you've been working from home. Maybe some of your money plans kind of went out the window so far this year. Go back through every single expense and see where it fits. See where you might need some extra help as you go into the school year or where you can save some money. One thing that you might want to consider is, have you been saving for school sports or school trips or events that won't be happening in the world of COVID and in the current environment, and that you could reallocate that money to something else that's important to you, right? Have these questions. If school has changed, if your kid is going to be doing school from home in any capacity, are there tools or resources that you're going to need to save for to let them do that more effectively, Something that we considered is my four-year-old is not going back to preschool this year. It's a decision we made to keep him home and homeschool him this year, as much as you homeschool a four-year-old. And that saved us a lot of money on his tuition. He goes to a private preschool. So when we made that decision, we added a little bit back to resources for him around the house. He gets a KiwiCo koala box that's a little activity for him to do each month. We ordered a Love Every box for his little brother that has some Montessori-esque activities, and we ordered a little bit of curriculum and new books for them both if we're going to be doing school, quote-unquote, school at home. Those didn't even close to come to his preschool costs, but these are conversations that we had of like, where do we have room in the budget? What are we going to need if they're going to be home full time? Those are some conversations to have. Usually for us, this time of the year is really just looking at the budget, making a few tweaks and continuing on making sure that we're on track. I will say that this year we did what's called a complete fresh start. So we budget in You Need a Budget. That's our favorite budgeting software. We've always budgeted there. We went in and we just wiped the budget clean 
and reallocated all our dollars. So one of the main principles of, of you need a budget or YNAB as it's more commonly known is that you give every dollar a job. And so while we have money in our bank account, when we do a fresh start, we need to put money in every category. Again, we need to redecide how we're going to use that money. And the reason that this year we just did a blank slate fresh start is because this year hasn't gone how anyone thought it was going to be. And we wanted to make sure that we really went through consciously making a choice about every place we're putting our money. And that meant wiping the slate clean and actually having to talk through every line item in our budget. That's what worked for us. For some people, it's going to be printing out or pulling up your last month or two of expenses and going line item by line item and thinking them through. This is a place to keep your mindset in mind. Your mindset in mind is kind of a funny concept, but keep your mindset in mind. Try to budget with abundance. What things in your spending has really brought you joy, has brought you peace, maybe even some just self-care and comfort? What isn't aligning with what you want anymore? What might not be companies you want to support and where can you make shifts? And how can you talk to your partner about making sure that your budget and your plan for your spending over the next few months is really supporting the sense of security and safety for you, for your spouse, and for your kids, right? Like what is going to make sure that you all feel comfortable, that you have what you need, that you can have the self-care that you need, especially because we don't know what's going to happen for the rest of the school year. So that's our first step to really do a complete budget refresh. Go back through, make sure your money is going where it wants to go. Make sure you're having real conversations about what's changed in people's schedule, what's changed with people's schooling, and get all get on the same page. Our second step is to create a plan for your work schedule. Now, this normally would be on our list in a very small way. So we would talk about it, you know, in our house around when am I going to be working versus when am I going to be picking the boys up or picking Hank up from preschool? What days will that be my responsibility? Whose name is going on the school paperwork for if Henry gets sick or hurt at school? All of those kind of things. And those are still important conversations to have, especially because mom is the default person school calls when something goes wrong or sports calls when something goes wrong. And we want to make sure you're prioritizing your work, that you're splitting that responsibility as a parent. And maybe some places call dad first. They call the other parent first. That's totally fine. Have that conversation. But this year, things are different because some of us are still working from home. Some of us, we and our spouse are still working from home. And we might have kids at home with us. And even kids that are going back to school, you need a plan for what if school goes virtual again? What if they're only doing a hybrid schedule so they're only in the classroom a couple of days a week? How can you navigate that and make sure that both you and your partner's work schedules are being respected and that your work is being respected? And so for this instance, talk about an actual schedule. Okay, from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m., you are completely working, your partner has control of the kids, and from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., your partner has work, and you will handle any fires that come up with the kids in that window. Can it work like that? Does it need to be a little bit more flexible and in a way that maybe you set a weekly family meeting on Sunday evenings to look at both your work schedules and make sure there's a plan? Don't let this become We'll just handle it as it comes. We'll handle it day to day because what will happen is you're both going to feel resentful, right? You're both going to feel like you're doing too much 
And often what we've seen so far this year is that mom's career is the one ends up taking a back seat. And we want to make sure you're both prioritizing your careers right now, especially because we don't know what's going to happen. And you want to make sure you have as much job security as a family as possible. So this is all about planning, looking at the kids' schedules, and coming up with a system that works for you. Now, once you feel like you have a good system in hand, right, you understand your kid's school schedule, at least as it stands right now, you understand your spouse's schedule, you guys have come up with a plan together, then I want you to reach out to your manager and really let them know, hey, my kid's school is opening in this way, we're planning on sending them or not sending them, here's how I plan to manage my work and stay on top of things. Is there anything I can do to make this even easier for you? Let them know that you're thinking through maintaining your work responsibilities throughout this difficult time. Now, a lot of people had conversations with their employers early this spring when things were first really changing. They might have had another follow-up early in the summer, but it might have been a while. You guys might not have talked as a team in a couple of months about how things look, and this is a big change in schedule that's happening right now. And so this is a time to come back and set that appointment and say like, hey, can we just talk on the phone for 10 minutes about how this is going to work and if you need me to change anything around? Make this really clear and really vital. And if there's times in your day that truly need to be protected, once again, make sure your partner knows or make sure you have some kind of childcare plan in those windows. Obviously, kids are unpredictable and silly. We had my two-year-old walk in while I was recording the other day completely buck naked That just happens, but have a plan so that you mostly feel comfortable about where things are going. Now, we're going to talk about one more crucially important step for you to take with your finances this fall. But before we do, let's take a quick pause and hear from our partners who help make the Smart Money Mama show possible. Mama, what if you were suddenly unable to handle all the things you usually take care of? Whether it's paying the bills, filing insurance claims, setting up playdates, or managing your investments, there are so many things we do in life where we're the only ones in the know. Maybe your spouse, parents, or siblings generally know where you bank or where you keep your files. I mean, you talk. But could they navigate it all without you there to walk them through it? Our Family Emergency Binder is designed to fill in all those gaps. A well-organized, easy-to-edit and update, fillable PDF that puts everything you need to know right at your fingertips. It's an act of love that protects the people we care about, no matter what happens. Even without emergencies, I'm thankful for our binder multiple times a year when I'm reviewing accounts, looking for the dog's vaccination records, or, well, pre-COVID, going away for the weekend without our kids. Make sure your family is prepared by grabbing your family emergency binder today at smartmoneymamas.com forward slash binder. Welcome back, Mama. Are you ready to talk about our last money-savvy move to make this fall? That last and final third step is refresh your goals for year end. This has been a long year. We've talked about that a lot this episode, but there's still a third of the year left. I think so many of us, we get to September and we're like, oh, the year is almost over. Soon it's going to be Thanksgiving and then it's going to be Christmas and Hanukkah and then the year will be over. It'll be New Year's. And so we write off this huge chunk of the year without remembering that we literally have a third of the year left, four more months. And so decide how you're going to make the most of those next four months. Don't just write this year off as a dumpster fire and wait for 2021. You can lay the foundation to go into 2021 in the best position possible, ready to really dive in and make goals matter. So 
Think back to what you wanted to achieve in 2020, way back in January, and see where that compares to where you are now. Chances are things are a lot different. A lot has changed. Maybe your priorities have shifted. Maybe you really thought through what you wanted from family time and enjoyment and work, and now your goals are different. What do those goals look like? And how can you make sure that you're saving for them and prioritizing them? This is something that I want you to do on your own first, really get clear on what you want and what's important to you, and then sit down with your partner and even as a family and say, here's what I think we should be working towards. Maybe that's paying off debt. Maybe that's building that emergency fund. This is something that we've heard a lot this year of people saying, hey, I thought I was doing really well with a month emergency fund or a three-month emergency fund, but this has made me hyper aware that I think I actually want six months or even want a year to give myself as much comfort as possible. And so maybe that's a priority, that your sense of security has shifted and you need to save a little bit more. Maybe now is a good time to look into your long-term planning, right? How is your retirement shaped up? Have you checked your asset allocation? Have you updated your beneficiaries on all your accounts? Please update your beneficiaries. This is mostly just housekeeping, but I'm going to go on a sidebar, a little rant here for a second. Beneficiaries are so important. We think when we make an estate plan and we get our life insurance that that's all settled out, but our retirement accounts, certain investment accounts those transfer automatically upon death and it doesn't matter what your estate plan says. So if you put your mom on the account 10 years ago when you got your very first job and now you guys don't have a great relationship anymore and you want that money to really go to your spouse or to your kids, it doesn't matter. It automatically goes to your mom and you would have to hope that she moves it over. Worst case scenario that we actually hear all the time is actually my ex-spouse is named or my best friend that I put on the account for some reason because I was just trying to fill it out. So go update your beneficiaries. Maybe this is a time to do that, to make sure you're going into next year really feeling like you have a handle on the organization of your money, that you're going to practice budgeting, that you're going to practice looking at your investments and just start to lay the seeds and foundation for 2021. Decide what your goals are. And for some people, like I said, this has been a year of shift. This has been a year of change where a lot of us have really examined our priorities and what's important to us. If you want the option to have some work flexibility at some point, you want the option to invest in yourself in an important way, learning a new skill, joining a community like the Motivated Mama Society, really getting up close and personal with what you want save for those goals. What kind of emergency fund would you need before you were willing to quit your job to start a business or quit your job to look for a new job? What do you have to do? And lay it all out and make sure you have a plan for the next four months. Where do you want to be when we ring in the new year for 2021? Because goodness knows we're all going to be ready for 2020 to be gone. At least I know I am. Uh, So set some priorities. And I think that this is a good place too to get a sense of What do you want to learn about? We're going to be opening up registration for our free online conference, the Mamas Talk Money Summit, September 21st. The event's going to be October 12th through the 16th. So put that on your calendar because it's a free event. You're going to hear from over 40 of the best women in personal finance and career and business. It's going to be an amazing week. If you spend some time now really going through your goals, really going through your finances, refreshing on what you want, you can make sure that you know which sessions you want to see at the summit once that schedule comes out in a few weeks and you'll be ready to go, right? So this is the type of planning. Really check back in. Really set those goals. 
you have a lot of power. 2020 has been a hard year. It really has for so many people. But there's four months left. You can make this year into what you want it to be. You can set some goals. You've got this, mama. As a reminder, you can grab our free copy of our Meaningful Money Goal Kickstart Guide and view the full show notes of this episode at smartmoneymamas.com forward slash 65. I'm so grateful that you joined me today for a little money talk, and I hope your transition into the school year, no matter what you've decided to do, goes as smoothly as possible. If you learned anything today, hit subscribe in your podcast app and tell a friend. I so appreciate you helping spread the word. Keep talking money, mama. I'll see you next time.